welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Joys of Marketing. This episode is going to be all about your zone of genius and finding out what that is for yourself and how that can benefit your business. So do not worry, though, if you are not a business owner, because it's still so valuable to identify what your zone of genius is. And it's also really important if you work as part of a team or if you manage a team to recognize what people's strengths are and what your own are so that you can empower everybody within within your business or within your team to work to their strengths and the best of their ability and enjoyment yeah absolutely and and everyone wants to work to their strengths and that's generally where they enjoy doing it as well so what exactly do we mean by zone of genius so it's a phrase that's used quite a lot these days but it actually comes from a book written in 2009 by Gay Franklin the book is the big leap conquer your hidden fear and take life to the next level if you do want to look it up but the idea spans across all aspects of life but obviously today we're predominantly focusing it on how it relates to being most efficient in what you do but also of course growing your own business so your zone of genius is what comes most effortlessly to you and that doesn't mean it's easy but it is what's natural to you so if you're able to relax as you're working on it you will be able to produce maximum results and maximum creativity without feeling like you're having to put you know excessive amounts of thought into doing it and you know excessive amounts of motivation so we're talking about those feelings of getting super stressed because you're not you know you're racking your brains and no ideas are coming that kind of just where you're stuck I guess yeah I think um as an example of something that causes me to rack my brain and feel quite stressed is things like home decor so I do love interiors but so often I'm looking around I'm thinking where do I want to put some photos up some pictures up where do I want to put some shelves up and I end up just staring at the walls getting really frustrated because I've no idea what should go where what will look right where and it all starts to feel like effort but other people find that so enjoyable and are able to get really creative and inspired by it yeah and I think that's a perfect (laughs) example of something coming naturally like you say so When you combine that natural talent and skill with hours of practice, and that is what you want to focus on and work within, you can truly make breakthroughs in what you do. So your zone of genius is not simply what you're passionate about. It's not just something you, when you fancy doing it, it's recognizing where your best work happens and then capitalizing on it by working on it consistently. So working within your zone of genius means working to your terms and taking things to the next level there's a quote out there isn't there um that says you know when you're working in your zone of genius when your work is giving you energy rather than draining it so true and recognizing when you have those feelings 
is just a game changer. But we believe that that quote really summarizes how it feels to be working within your zone of genius so well, because I'm sure that we can all think of times when we have felt or when we're doing things and we feel like we're in the zone. That's that phrase, isn't it? I'm so in the zone. I got really in the zone with that. And when you just feel like you're head down, thriving at something and really enjoying it. And on the flip side of that, I'm sure we can all think of things when we've had perhaps a task that's supposed to take about half an hour and it's actually took about three hours or even rolled over days and weeks and months and has actually felt like it's sucking the life out of you. And that is when you are definitely not in your zone of genius. And when we're coaching or, you know, talking to anyone in terms of business growth and all those things, we we say, well, why is this so important to think about? And that's because when you really think about your zone of genius, it's so, so important and so incredibly useful for you as a business owner. It helps you to prioritize what you're doing. It helps to give purpose to your role, but also to understand what tasks and projects will have the biggest impact on your business and make probably the most change. So it's far too easy sometimes in business to find yourself doing even more things for clients, spending ages on admin, or even browsing online endlessly for inspiration. It might be for products, it might be for services or whatever. But there are many things that end up eating your time that aren't part of your zone of genius. So knowing your zone of genius and that of your team or you as the leader can help in two huge areas. And the first is making more money. And the second is importantly, having more enjoyment while making more money. (laughs) Goal combination. (laughs) Um, But there are so many more really specific outcomes that happen when you're working within your zone of genius. And this includes kind of what we've touched on. But first of all, just working to your strengths and to those of your team, because as that old saying goes, one person's junk is another person's treasure. And in business terms, that can mean what you might hate, other people might love. We know that can be quite hard to imagine when it's the things that you hate, but other people will love what you do not like doing. And equally, things that you are brilliant at, other people will struggle with and vice versa. And there might be someone in your team that actually loves that task that you hate. You just might not realise that yet. And putting a bit of work into establishing what everyone's zone of genius is means that you can all work to your strengths and you never know, you might just uncover some secret skills of uh, people within your team when you do that. Or even yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But it enables you as well to be really creative. And that's as well when you can find those kind of Things that you're uncovering that you might actually find that you love or you're really good at, you've just not had the opportunity to spend much time on before. Well, they've got mixed in with your day-to-day that you then find them hard to identify. definitely. Because when you're working on things that you enjoy and that feel more natural to you, the things that you desire to do more of and the things that allow your creativity to flow, that's when ideas will come to you. And that's when you'll feel creative, you'll feel inspired, and you will just feel like there are less blocks, less obstacles in the way, less frustrations and less stress. And it all leads to giving you more clarity and more focus because what you will be working on when you uncover your zone of genius and when you spend more time within it 
will become really clear. Your role will become clearer. Your contributions to your team and your business will become clearer because you'll be able to know exactly who is responsible for what based on what they are best at and will deliver the best outcome. And you'll also know which kinds of projects, which kinds of structures to your days and weeks. You will just be able to work with so much more clarity and also doing so much more work that you enjoy. And that one really speaks for itself because who doesn't want to be doing more about what they're passionate about? (laughs) It's no secret that we all like doing things that we're good at. And that is working within your zone of genius and what it allows you to do. But it also means you can work towards your bigger picture. And when you're working towards your goals and towards your aspirations, that's when you can really get super focused again because not only are you striving towards something that you desire, you're doing it in in a role that feels like it's coming more natural to you and doing what you enjoy. And hand in hand with all of that, comes the profitability as well because when you know everyone's strengths when you know people's zones of genius and your own you can be far more time efficient as well because as we just touched on there's less blocks less frustrations less procrastination because you don't tend to procrastinate on the tasks that you enjoy (laughs) um there's more enjoyment more motivation you'll find it easier to communicate your role as well and just so much more increases in terms of productivity which all leads to that growth and transformation it's just that whole streamlining process and you know we talk to a lot of just people that you know you're one person band so if you don't have that team actually use this exercise of finding your own zone of genius to find ways to outsource and then streamline in that way because that's going to make you be able to grow as a business as well that little bit of investments in outsourcing will help greatly yeah it all goes hand in hand doesn't it it all leads to that feeling of that keyword alignment I think as well it does and you should outsource stuff when you're not you know feeling it that is the best way to grow because it allows for that expansion and there is a theory um based on the Gay Hendricks book we mentioned at the start that you spend your life going between four different zones, which is super interesting. And we love stuff like mm-hmm. this. Um, so incompetence, competence, excellence, and genius. So he really encourages us to think about the things we do in our lives, which include work, and categorize them under these headings. So a bit of a kind of mm-hmm. exercise here for when you're feeling it. But first is your zone of incompetence. So in the zone of incompetence, being blunt are things you're not great at okay so in this zone you are engaging in something you basically perhaps don't have a good understanding of or you're not skilled at you're quite likely you know not that great at these things because you don't pay them much attention maybe they're boring to you you find them difficult or you don't really feel like they suit you so can I just say maths is 100% (laughs) (laughs) yeah um some examples of this for me would be um let's go for something like singing (laughs) for sure Lynn's can probably verify that (laughs) um directions and maps (laughs) And techie things like the actual building of websites. So I love the whole coming up with concepts of websites, the look and feel of a website, the writing of a website, all of this, but actual, you know, coding. Coding. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not for me. Um, But sometimes you can use aids to help overcome those things if needed. So they might be in your zone of incompetence, 
But for example, with directions and map reading, you can use a sat nav to compensate for a terrible sense of direction. <laughs> um, a work example for us, as Lynn's mentioned, would be the accounting side of it and the math side of it. But you can compensate by using really user-friendly software program like Xero to help you. Or if, for example, you're someone who's disorganized, you might use a file a Filofax yeah. or you know, some a planner of, of yeah. some sort to help you through that. But most of these things though, like singing or website building are things that to be quite frank I don't really care to learn that much they don't excite me and coding doesn't excite you no <laughs> and if someone told me they bought me singing lessons for my birthday I would you not know perhaps not be <laughs> not be over the moon with really that <laughs> um but it's fine because somebody else can do those things yeah and that's for them and it's not for me and that is completely okay. But after your zone of incompetence, there's then your zone of competence. So within your zone of competence, you're doing things that you are efficient at. But there are also things perhaps that quite a lot of other people out there are decent at as well. Yeah. Um, they're absolutely fine. You're okay with them. But they don't really distinguish you or your capabilities in any kind of significant way um they're things that you're okay at maybe you're even good at but they don't really interest you that much you wouldn't really go out of your way to seek to get better at them for example you might be quite good at housework and not mind it that's yeah. probably something me and yeah. Linz would say um you know we both quite enjoy a bit yeah. of a spring clean yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and cleaning the house and housework um Maybe, you know, you put some music on, you get your head down, you get it done, and that's great. Um, but unless it is your profession, um, it doesn't really set you apart. Again, unless it is your job or it is your passion, you're probably not too interested in upping your skills in it. You wouldn't perhaps invest in a course in it or something like that. You wouldn't spend a lot of time researching new products, new methods, things like that. Um, so that would be in your zone of competence because of those reasons um a more work related example might be something like maybe you could do spreadsheets um you might have some decent excel skills that you've gained over the years and you know you might not have planned to be but you're actually quite good at excel but you just you don't love it you're not about to roll enroll in some sort of whiz you know training course to become a whiz at it and that's fine. Yeah. It's in your zone of competence, but you don't necessarily need to take it further than that. It, you don't yeah. have a desire to take it further than that. Um, and that's okay because there are people out there that love them. There's people out there that will love all of the things in your zone of competence and that can do all of the next level of expertise in those things. And that's fine because you don't intend to actually do that. Yeah, exactly. And then we move on to your zone of excellence. So this zone is full of things that you are actually very skilled at. Often things that fall within your zone of excellence have been like honed in on over a long period of time. It's been perhaps practiced and, you know, it's become established. Um, now, don't be fooled into thinking these things are here. You know, these things aren't things you're brilliant at just because we haven't re reached your zone of genius yet. These things are absolutely things you are great at that you enjoy but you want to improve that through passion and you wouldn't want to stop doing them. So for some people, as a common example, 
This might include thing like, things like public speaking. So delivering training sessions in person. Maybe you're good at them, possibly even love doing them, but wouldn't want to do it every single day like some people do. Or maybe you get a bit stressed or perhaps you get a bit nervous beforehand, such as remembering, you know, what to say, certain things, worrying about the group, will the technology work? And maybe although you like it and do it, you believe it does still come more naturally to some people out there. So as a personal example, um, some people might put cooking in here. So people, you know, enjoy it. They love hosting friends and family and they seek to keep doing it and to keep improving. But they're not about to enter MasterChef and they're certainly not mm -hmm. going to open a restaurant anytime soon. And I probably would say that mm -hmm. was me. Yeah. Um, you know, absolutely love it. Would absolutely go on cookery yeah. courses, do strive yeah. to be better at it. But still, there is no way I'd be entering MasterChef. But work-wise, for you, this could be things like managing people. So some people we personally have met over the years are fantastic people managers and team leaders. For some, this is their zone of genius, but others, it's something they're great at and they enjoy, but it's actually keeping them away from their zone of genius still. And the zone of excellence is great. Most people build their careers in their zone of excellence because it's where you're very, you know, capable and it can, you know, it can be dangerous. Just mm -hmm. like we say a lot of the need to step outside your comfort zone most of the time, it's mastery and capability which already exists, but it can lack kind of tapping into that inner genius. So it can be, it can be easy in the zone of excellence for it to become you doing what you think is the best for other people or building on existing concepts, but it's important to step into the zone of genius, which is where you can truly, truly thrive. Yeah, I think it can be so easy to stay in that zone of excellence yeah. and even just mistake it sometimes for your I think zone of genius. It probably commonly does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so now we've <laughs> come on to the fourth zone, the elusive zone of genius. So in this zone, you're capitalising on natural abilities and what you also naturally gravitate to as well. And it's often said for those at the very top of their game. So if we think um, Olympians, for example, they get there because, you know, a combination of natural talent plus a heap of learning and hard work, because each of those things can take you so yeah. far. But when they meet is where the magic really does happen. So in the zone of genius, you can really, really get into a flow. You feel so inspired and you feel like what you come up with is really special. You feel like you, you know, you're you might write something down, you might have an idea, you might be doing something that you actually think this is yeah. really bloody good. And when you are doing these things, you will feel quite a high level of satisfaction as well. And that's because they're things that you love and things that you get up in the morning and you look forward. If they're in your diary that day, you look forward yeah. to them. You know, you, you look ahead to actually spending time doing these things. So in business terms, there does need to be an element of these bringing in money for you as well. But that doesn't need to be directly. Yeah. And we'll come on to that in a moment. But just, for example, um, you know, me personally, I'd probably have running in my zone of genius because it's a real passion of mine. Um, It's something that excites me. It's something that I feel is a part of my identity. And it's great for my mental health. It's great for my creativity. And, 
you know, I'm definitely not going to be winning any Olympic medals anytime soon. Um, I'm not going to, you know, catch the attention of Nike for their next big sponsorship deal. Um, but it is a part of my way of untangling things in my head. Yeah. It's a way of giving myself confidence and building resilience. It's a part of my way of doing things, a part of coming up with ideas that help the business a part of untangling thoughts that lead to these ideas and like I say confidence resilience all of those things that help you as a business owner because although not directly making the business money when I'm out on a run that is helping with business ideas plans inspiration well because then it turns into some sort of service or product it's what these things lead to and that's important to remember with your zone of genius as well so it could be that you are perhaps a super organized project manager and you thrive when you're making lists you're highlighting things you're ticking things off but actually you know that's not directly your your clients aren't paying you to write lists and highlight them but what that does for you mm-hmm. in exchange, in turn, what it does for them effect, yeah. is a real part of your zone of genius. Or it could be that your zone of genius is directly making the product that you sell. Depending what your business is, it could be that actually making the cakes, making the candles, painting the pictures, writing the articles. It could be that yeah. those direct things are your zone of genius. Maybe you're awesome at building rapport and you're great at talking to people maybe you're epic with numbers um maybe you're very logical and strategic maybe you just have a way of doing things that is you working in your zone of genius so again just like with you know the lists example and highlighters it could be that you know writing out big mind maps like we do on flip chart paper is a way of getting ideas flowing no one's going to pay you for those sheets of flip chart paper with your multicolored scribbles all over but they're your way of doing things and your way of thriving in business. So you get fulfillment and happiness when you're in your zone of genius and your business really does need to be operating more in your zone of genius for it to be successful. I hope that all kind of makes sense as a way of explaining zone of genius. When you really dive into that exercise of what you love doing and and go into those four different areas and four different zones, make your headers and Mm -hmm. do it personally, you'll see, you will so see that that zone of genius is what's going to make you grow. And for us, continued personal development is absolutely one. We thrive and feel inspired when we are, you know, doing courses, doing programs, listening to podcasts, reading books. All those things genuinely really help our inspiration. Mm -hmm. And because everyone is so different, your strengths are within your zone of genius. And it's also very likely that others in your industry, competitors, you know, don't have your same zone of genius. So knowing what yours is means you can create value and you absolutely can stand out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we talk about, you know, what is what is it that makes you unique? This zone of genius could be it. So you need to be committed to these activities in your zone of genius once you've identified them. Because once you have, you can just be blocking out just 10 minutes a day for these activities and it will genuinely make such a difference. Yeah, literally whatever whatever you identify your zone of genius as just starting to do it even if it whether it's whatever it might be making products social media networking whatever it is just trying to increase that time within it 
But there is a task that you can do to help you find your zone of genius, because we know you're probably all listening now and thinking, have I got a zone of genius? Is this my zone of genius or is that excellence? And really thinking about it. So we would just say, write down those four zones, incompetence, competence, excellence and genius. And just think about all the things you do on a regular basis in your work life and your personal life. It's helpful to just get a picture of, of both, really. And one thing we would say, though, if you do find yourself putting a lot of things down under the genius category, just be prepared to challenge yourself on whether they're actually excellence instead, because as we did say, those can be quite easily blurred. But ask yourself things like, what do you love the most? What can you do for a long time or really frequently without actually without feeling bored of it at all? What doesn't really feel like work for you when you do it? What gives you the biggest sense of satisfaction and feeling of reward and is there anything you do that other people don't do so much or other people aren't really into and you know sometimes people say or you know I've said it to people in the past people say it to you you know people say things like I just don't know how you do that I just oh my god you blow my brain I just do not know how you do that Things like that can be a bit of a hint as to where your zone of genius might lie because sometimes you might be in it and not even realize because it's coming naturally to you you might not even realize that it doesn't to other people so think about that even if you have to look back at what people have said feedback all that that can also help and it can sometimes help with working out this zone of genius and where it lies by considering things you do that may not be in it so we've got a couple of um, examples for some of you listening some of these things may be actually in yours so writing Some people love it, some people hate it. And that can be the case whether you are amazing at it or not. You may love writing and feel super inspired, journaling everything down. It might not ever be a published book, but it certainly helps you thrive. Let's take photography. So as above, some people love it, love it. Other people perhaps just have zero interest in it. But whether you are amazing at it or not, it can inspire some people and really, really be a creative outlet accounting many people groan at it that's us that's included (laughs) but for some people it's absolutely their forte they literally just comes naturally they've got that mathematical brain top tip find yourself a good accountant if it's not in your zone of genius makes all the difference (laughs) little shout out to us (laughs) but you know that's definitely something that is in people's forte organizing things like postage packing up your product dispatching it again Something many small product-based businesses grown at, you know, that's the effort part of it. Maybe you do too, but some people love it and they're so good. Like there's this one shop I know just in Ludlow, they gift wrap everything you buy. Oh my gosh, their zone of genius mm-hmm. is so gift wrapping. Such a they unique way of doing it. And the one lady even told me how much she loved it while she was doing <laughs> it. Um, So, you know, there are, there's so many variations of what people love and loathe, but also what their zone of genius is. You know, design work, websites, you know, there are luckily graphic designers and website developers out there who are amazing at it. Even making, if you're a product-based business, it might be too easy to assume that making in it, making it is in your zone of genius. But that doesn't have to be the case. It could be that you're better at thinking up of the idea of the next product. And it's more of, you know, your zone of excellence and your actual zone of genius is, like we just said, the new product coming mm-hmm. up or the new idea for it. Um, you know, think of Lush, you know, we talk about their bath bombs, different people come up with the concepts, the smells, the colours, the names and the descriptors to o- those that actually form the product itself. And, yeah. um, you know, quoting, cleaning, we've touched on so many here, but 
for some business owners, this is a real zone of an incompetence area. If you are ticking this off and you know, you know, how to use it and stuff, think about social media, you know, that could be your zone of incompetence. Um, but, you know, thinking of ways you can outsource it, you might just be ticking it off and know how to use it. But actually, it's just more competence. If you enjoy it and you're good at it, maybe it's your zone of excellence. And for some of us, it will be the zone of genius. There's no right or wrong, good or bad, because we're all different. Mm -hmm. But doing things like market research, are you super thorough with that? Public speaking, do you thrive with an audience? Diary management, literally so much to consider. Yeah, so many options there for what might be in your four different zones. Um, But it wouldn't work for us all in the world to be the same, would it? Which is why it's... You know, it's really interesting topic as well. We find it so interesting hearing what different people uncover as their zones of genius as well. And how how different they are. Yeah. And it's always helpful to share it with people as well, because then you're building up your network of contacts for what isn't in your zone of genius. You'll know who your go-to people should be. Um, But do remember that your zone of genius isn't what you are perfect at. In fact, most things in your zone of genius will be things that you, because you feel how you do about them, there'll be things that you want to keep developing your skills in. And that's great. Um, That's one way to keep expanding and keep developing your zone of genius and making what it is to you and the things that are within your zone of genius to stand out and work for you as a unique feature of you and your business even more. So don't feel guilty when you're not in your zone of genius because you will spend time in the other zones you can't be sadly (laughs) in your zone of genius all of the time and you'll particularly spend a lot of time in the zone of excellence and also in the zone of competence as well because that's where a lot of your day-to-day might fall but spending time in your zone of genius will really help you with stimulation creativity and when you're not in your zone of genius try not to feel really frustrated but just aim to get back into your zone of genius before long. So for your business to be built in a way that's successful and sustainable long-term, for it to scale up and grow and be increasingly more and more profitable as a business, you want to be looking to increase the time that you spend in your zone of genius, not just because that will be more fun, more interesting, more satisfying, because that's where the money, as we've mentioned, directly or indirectly will be for, sure. for you. Yeah. And the key to standing out over others, doing things differently to a high level is doing things differently, doing them to a high level yeah. and doing them in your unique way as well. So the source of your unique selling point, that kind of key key question that people ask um, at meetings yeah. and so on, what's your USP? Um, the answer to that probably falls somewhere within your zone of genius as well. But it's also important here, I think, um, after covering all of that, to mention the upper limit problem, which is when you reach a certain level of happiness, certain level of success or wealth, for example, things like that, and your upper limit kicks in mm-hmm. and something in your subconscious tells you that you don't deserve this. So you do something that will sabotage it in some way or mess it up in some way or start to really doubt yourself and some people that spend a lot of time in their zone of genius absolutely love it but it can lead to that feeling of 
I really don't know how I've ended up doing so much work that I love. I don't know, you know, I don't deserve to be doing what I love so much. Um, I should get back on the ground. I should go back to doing all of all of those other tasks, you know. And that's then when people can step back out of their zone of genius and go back to doing some more of that legwork. Um, And that's often from, you know, this is probably a whole other topic or on another podcast that, you know, many that we've done on limiting beliefs, for example, of, you know, that belief of it being too good to be true, but actually within your zone of genius can can feel that way as you move more and more towards doing more of what you enjoy and I think if you get to that stage take a listen to mm-hmm. some of the podcast topics that we've spoke about in terms of like yeah. expansive mindset work yeah and, and making sure you've got that positive mindset because all of us regardless of our mindset work have ceilings and upper limits but it's about that mindset work helping you break through them yeah, I think that's so important. So sometimes your zone of genius, if you do get to the point of spending more time in it, can be really difficult in yeah. that in that yeah. sense. But also sometimes doing the kind of work that's in your zone of genius might feel quite tough. It might feel like it's pushing you to work at a higher level yeah. as you expand within it and go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um. But a real top tip from us is to just be sure to continue with mindset work to combat all yeah, of those like feelings. Said, for sure. Like Lynn said, those upper limit restrictions that only exist in your mind. Yeah. They do not physically exist. It's not a physical thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> and just know that it's okay as well for things to flow in and out of your zone yeah. of genius. Because Very important. You will change as a person over the years. Business your business, yeah, yeah, your business will evolve over the years and... Things might move from excellence to genius quite easily. Things might even work their way through the whole chain. Things might also go from genius to, you know, potentially losing a bit of their mojo over time and going back into excellence as something else comes into your life or whatever it might be. Um, Sometimes those things in your zone of genius can lose their sparkle a little bit and that's okay as well. It's just this flow. Yeah, it is. And that's, you know a word that we use quite a lot with things because we do evolve as humans and businesses evolve as well yeah for sure and it has to be like that for for businesses and ourselves to evolve yeah but you know we we know this episode episode has covered you know zone of genius and those different zones of where you're at and what you do and and all those things but think of it as you know these different lists of what you enjoy what you're passionate about what's effective what's going to grow the business so even though it might have felt you know quite quite strategic Mm -hmm. in the way we've gone through this episode do the exercise because it's only going to help and empower you and we really hope you found it helpful and really hope that it's made made you excited about finding out what your own zone Mm -hmm. of genius is um, because it is going to really help you yeah. and it will help you grow for sure and we're so excited for you to be able yeah. to spend more time in your zone of genius as well for sure because that is about being you know a business owner and being in that role where you can make those choices mm-hmm. and so yeah that kind of brings us to a wrap of zone of genius but we will see you um, next time on the joys of marketing podcast let us know what you think and of course share your zone of genius what yeah. your findings <laughs> absolutely all right see you next time bye bye